Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again. With Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What is that? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. What is up? What is happening, ladies and gentlemen? It is in this league September 20th or sometime into the future. If you're listening to this on demand, Bogman and the Welsh in the house. We have got many, many things to cover. We have fantasy football. We've got actual football. We've got picks. We have got. We've got some hockey. Bobby, when's the last time you thought about hockey? Um, <laughs> uh, recently in, in a positive uh, was, way. Uh, uh, it's been a while. The Coyotes are pretty, pretty terrible. They're very, very terrible. Uh, but I, I mean, even in fantasy hockey, outside of canceling all the leagues, when was the last time you were? I I remember a couple years ago. We're super excited about hockey because it is exciting, except when you do every single sport. People don't realize Bogman and I do baseball, football, basketball, prospects. We do all of that, and something has to be on the chopping block at some point. So what we're going to do is we're going to get our buddy Tony Healy from the Roto Hockey Show, which you can hear over at InThisLeague.com. It's an affiliate of InThisLeague.com, one of the best fantasy hockey podcasts in the world, and we're going to have Tony on to talk some hockey. But I want to spend... The rest of this couple minutes and the next segment talking about something that I am fascinated with. I'm absolutely fascinated <laughs> with this entire thing. There's going to be a poll, and I'm going to ask it on the other side of this break and love to get any of your guys' interactions on it. Bogman, you are not an autograph guy. That's like no. you're not like opposed, but you're not – that's just not your world. I'm not a seeker. Like I would, you know, if there was somebody cool there, hey, want an autograph? Sure, I'll, I'll take your autograph. I'm never going to ask for it, though. It's just not my thing. So, yeah, it'd be like, like a strip club. Like, you're not there to, like, buy dances. You're waiting for people to offer dances. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't usually work that way. I think it I'd be better off, uh, you know, waiting on somebody to sign something for me. But, uh, yeah, sure, sure. Okay. I guess same way. So uh, the, the Internet kind of blew up a little bit over the last 24 hours over this Pat Neshik. Neshik? Neshik? How do you say it? It's Neshik, right? Neshik. Yeah, that was Neshek. Pat Neshek and Zach Granke autograph battle. What makes it a thousand times more fascinating is the baseball. It's like the inside baseball of it with two players. And by the way, don't worry. We're talking fantasy football in this hour. We're going through the entire breakdown uh, into the next hour, an hour or two, where we're going to go lines and everything. But it's fascinating because the, uh, the autograph world is very contentious with people. People have very strong opinions on it. But when you get multiple you get multiple uh, players inside of baseball that are in that world. You know what I mean? You get guys that uh, play the game and love autographs, and then there is a fight in there. It is, it is like I'm in. I'm you sold me like reality television. I don't need Big Brother finale. I need I need the battle between Neshik and Granky. So I want to get to the bottom of it. Neshik called Granky out online. 
and it has blown up. There's other players that are in this world, so I want to cover that in the next segment, and I want to talk about that. I want your opinion. It's going to be a roller coaster. Yeah, it's going to be a roller coaster for sure. So don't go anywhere. Bogman of the Welsh coming up in the next segment. We're talking uh, this autograph game. What the hell's going on with it? Why are players battling out? I'm ready. Let's do this. All right. Bogman of the Welsh is at the Welsh. Bogman Sports. Those are Twitter handles. Get looking for the poll, and we will be right back in just a minute. Always wanted to go to Minnesota but never had a reason to? Well, this year, that's where the big game is. And the Fantasy Sports Radio Network wants to send you there. Starting in week four, we are giving away free tickets to the big game on February 4th in Minnesota with our big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS. All you have to do is answer our four trivia questions right and you're going to the big game. Listen in next week to find out what shows and what times the contest will be running. It's the big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS only on Fantasy Sports Radio. Network. Wait, wait, let me let me explain something to you. I am not in this league. You're in this league. I'm the dude. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> Get it! Well, that's a funny intro because I mean, not just because we made it, but because I think there's a lot of people in um, whether it's fans, whether it's players, whether it's media that look at anybody that values autographs as losers. I mean, Bogman, I know you don't think that, but that's very prevalent. Yeah, I don't think people that like autographs are losers at all. I, I think that, uh, yeah, like, it's not my, like, I'm just not a big collector of things. And I think that fits into collecting cards. And, you know, like I had cards when I was a kid, so I completely and wholly understand the appeal of autographs and cards and collecting stuff. It's just not something that I do now. That's all. But I get it. I don't think they're weirdos or anything. Yeah, I'm not, again, I'm not well, saying you do. Weirdos. I'm just saying that I, I think it's prevalent in the world. when So, so again, I, and I'm going to read what happened here, uh, but there's a lot of people that are jumping up defending Pat Neshek, a lot of people defending Zach Granke. The, the line that everybody loves to go to is, yeah, let's end the adult autographers. And, and I mean, and I'll, you know, in full disclosure, I like autographs. I collect stuff. It is definitely not, um, it wouldn't be on the top end of the hobbies that I have, though I am a hobby guy. I'm into a lot of different hobbies. I'm into a lot of different stuff. It's not something that rules my world, definitely not like these guys. And there are many players out there that are well-known autograph guys. One of the funny things about it, by the way, is that a lot of them are relief pitchers. Like Brad Ziegler for the Arizona Dynamics is one of the most popular. And oh, what is, Hector Santiago, he was actually featured on um, some baseball broadcasts for the collection that he has. It's like insane. These guys collect. So, Bogman, have you seen this whole, this whole thing? Yeah, I, I I took I took a read at uh, one of the original posts and uh, that the one that Neshek put up and I'm like, well, that sounds exactly like the stuff that I didn't like about Zach Greinke before he came to Arizona. And so I'm gonna read I it. Still real don't quick. like it. Well, and there's multiple things. By the way, the best part about it. So what Pat Neshek did to to let's hone in the story here is Pat Neshek went on some forum. I'm guessing it's like some autograph forum or something like that. And he posted about a, a, uh, the situation. My favorite thing in the world. This is like AOL three, you know, when you got the discs in the mail thing, because his <laughs> name, his name is heat 17. That's a screen name. That's the best thing about this. That's the greatest thing that he has a screen name on it and people rate him and it's in a forum. 
Like, when's the last time you went on a forum, Bachman? Man, I, it's been a long time. I used to go on some Steelers forums uh, who Red Heat and Rage were uh, bashing right before we came on here. But they're right. Steelers play down to their opponents. Uh, but, yeah, I, I I think it was a Steelers forum, and it had to be like six or seven years ago uh, at best. Yeah, it's like nostalgia. So here's so he goes on and he makes this post. I'm going to try to – I might not read the whole thing. I'm going to just go through it. He goes, I don't know what he's thinking, but he goes, thanks, guys. Granky stiffed me once again. I asked him at the All-Star game if he would sign for me, and he said he would. So a couple weeks ago, we played them, and I sent over cards I needed to sign. Basically three league leader cards. I don't know what that is. Uh, with Kershaw and Wainwright already uh, done, and two from 2015 to complete a set. He said no. I waited around for him during batting practice and went to him, and he totally denied having the conversation at the All-Star game. I then asked him why this was a problem, and he said it's because I wear him out. That was a quote. Uh, hard to wear someone out when he has never signed for me. This is the only, uh, he says, a-hole in Major League Baseball that has been a turd to me. I wish he would have used the emoji there. That would have made that better. Uh, so going back to the conversation, I said, I can just get these done. It will take five seconds. Just draw a little Z on them for me. He said, no, I will never sign for you. I walked away. A couple minutes later, I confronted him in the outfield while he was jogging, and I told him what I thought of him. He just kept on running, then said, I, would, I wouldn't even sign for your kid if he asked. I wanted to laugh knowing he probably thought of that line for a long time, and that was the best he could come up with. I then let him know what I thought of him again, and being the socially awkward guy he is, he ran uh, – I can't see the quote here. He ran – oh, yeah, uh, there we go. He says he ran back to his dugout and went inside. So I'm done with this guy. I'm basically going to have to trade, blah, 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 a bunch of bull crap there. So that's the quote that started – the whole thing. Give me your reactions right there. Uh, I'm not surprised. I got to tell you, the very first thing I ever read about Zach Ranky that wasn't uh, anything about, you know, it, it wasn't like a scouting report on him in the minor leagues or anything, uh, was when he was, he was pitching for the Royals in, uh, in Arizona, and he hit his first homer, and he was getting shelled. He gave up like seven runs in three innings. And, you know, he has the social anxiety stuff. And they're like, man, sorry— Sorry, Grank, having a bad day. It's like, did you see that bomb, though? And, and, like, he was so weird. And then the end of the article was another weird thing he did where somebody's like, hey, can you sign these things for charity for me? And he's like, why would I want to do that? Yeah. That was his response. So seeing him not signing stuff for Pat Neshek doesn't – I mean, it's really kind of not surprising. Like, I think the – uh, being an over-the-top jackass about it, that is surprising, but not signing stuff doesn't shock me with this weirdo. So a couple, there's a couple other things with this I'll throw in here that, like, one thing I think of, you know what this reminds me of? I feel like this is one of those instances where Granky's just looking at him and he's going, nerd, you nerd. Like, it's like, it's like <laughs> school all over again. Thing? I'm not going to sign your yearbook, you nerd. Like, give me a break. Like, <laughs> it, it's a little over the top. Now, a couple other things with it. This is where it's really insulting, by the way, and it's kind of funny to me. There was, uh, there's a thousand articles on it right now, and I'm going to read you one from Deadspin in a minute. But one of the things that I guess Granky was quoted on was saying that he confused Pat Neshek with Brad Ziegler. He didn't even know his own teammate. <laughs> he confused the pitcher with the other pitcher and still is big-time Brad Ziegler, which I thought was like, 
super, super offensive that he couldn't even get his own teammate right. Then there's been a bunch of photos. Some people have kind of been going back and posting pictures like yesterday. Granky was signing a bunch of autographs for people. I wonder if there was like a little bit of stuff that was involved in that. But I thought I thought this was really interesting here. This was a follow-up post that uh, Maneshik put up, and it was about a Levon Hernandez and Randy Johnson situation. So he goes, remember, this is username Heat17. He goes, <laughs> yeah, back in the day, Randy Johnson stiffed a couple guys. By the way, I've met Levon Hernandez, and he signed a ball for me ages ago, couldn't and he couldn't have been guy. like – he was like so nice. He was the best. And he goes – uh, so, okay, so back in the day, Randy Johnson signed, stiffed a couple guys. Well, LeVon Hernandez went nuts. He cut up the Johnson jersey and went on a tirade at Randy about how they were teammates and you should always sign. Randy ended up signing for our team after that. He says Piazza was kind of a pain as well, but he eventually signed. He says, I've never seen anything like Granky. To me, it feels like total narcissism. He stiffed Ziegler just as bad as me, and they were teammates he stiffed pretty much every clubhouse attendant in the league, clubhouse kids, bat boys, clubhouse managers. Ask any one of them, and they will just shake their head at his name. I really don't care, and will respect someone for saying no. That's fine. I will find another way to get it done, blah, 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 blah. He also said, like, he does this for his kids, and that's similar to kind of like the fun I have is, like, you take my kid out to a game. We get, yeah. you know, you get stuff, and, and, and you go through there. So the question and the poll that we put out is who's at fault here? Is asking Pat is Pat Neshek asking Granky uh, for an autograph? I think we see are asking you. We're asking you about Pat Neshek outs Granky for not signing an autograph. Who is at fault here? Is it Neshek for asking for the autograph or Granky for big timing Neshek? I mean, did I already ask you this? But where do you stand on it? I don't see how it could be Neshek's fault. I really don't like. And people like see him I as a nerd. Before. That's why people see him as a nerd. So what? Everybody does nerdy things. You know, we act, we had Spore on one of our podcasts saying this, you know, if you're into makeup, you're a makeup nerd. If you're into video games, you're a video game nerd. If you're into weights, you're a weight nerd. Like everybody's into something. I don't think there's anybody without hobbies out there except for maybe Zach Granke. <laughs> Zach Granke yeah, maybe our, our, our producer is in hobbies. a Disney World. Our producer's in a Disney World fantasy football league. <laughs> That's true. Everybody's got their own weird stuff, right, Bavona? So, uh, you know, I, I don't see, like, seriously, N Nesha couldn't have been more right. Put a Z on it. Who cares? Yeah. It's over with then. I don't, I don't I, get it. Like, I you're think, signing something. Why is it that big a deal? Like, I, and I'm really big into this, and I've talked to this about in Prospect One. If people listen to my Prospect podcast, I've talked about there was an issue in the Arizona Fall League last year with – uh, Dylan Tate, the prospect for the Yankees, that I kind of talked about because here's one thing I think is um, I think is horrible, and I'm not a fan of. I think the guys that go out, the dude, uh, and I, I, by the way, I have no issue if you're an adult, you're into it. It's a hobby. Kids should be first. Um, I've been in situations where, by the way, like I, you know, get an autograph or something like that, and there's a kid, and I'm and I bring the kid up. I'm like, let's get this kid going. Let's do that. I get ball, you know, I because I, I, I scout a lot of minor league games. I get balls hit at me. I give them to kids and stuff like that. Like you're supposed to, you're supposed to make the game great for them. But it doesn't mean that like if adults have hobbies and stuff, that's fine. The thing that I think is atrocious is the dudes that go out and they get a bunch of autographs and they sell it. And and I could see where players. Go wrong on that, and that's that, why they get paparazzi. away from it. You know, yeah. if you're gonna do that, just be paparazzi, take pictures of these guys, and then tell them you're gonna make more money than yeah. on autographs anyway. I think that's where it gets really bad. And at the end of the day, if guys don't want to sign, that's fine. It is fascinating to me to have inner league players not have this happen.
Brad Ziegler getting a big time by Granky just because these guys have these collections. Maybe it's just me. Maybe everybody else doesn't love it. I don't know, but go vote on it. Uh, we'll be back. We're going to talk some fantasy football, so don't go anywhere. It's Bogman the Welsh in this league. There's heroes and there's legends. To the followers of his fantasy advice, he is known as the king. To the fantasy sports industry, he's a respected colleague and a friend. And as a representative of the FSWA Hall of Fame, it's his royal responsibility to share his stories of fantasy sports glory with the world. On the Fantasy Hall of Fame Hour, Scott the King takes his throne with celebrities, athletes, and like-minded legends of the industry. Together, they share stories of how fantasy sports changed their lives and give advice to you so you can be on your way to creating your own fantasy legacy. Listen to the Fantasy Hall of Fame Hour by going to FNTSY.com slash radio and listen to all of the Fantasy Sports Radio Network's award-winning programming for free in the iTunes and Google Play stores. Fantasy legends are made only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Getting at, when we're talking about you know this this Pat Neshek and Zach Granke stuff, is you know does somebody wanting an autograph and someone not doing it does that make them a horrible person? No, yeah, Neshek gets knocked down. Does <laughs> does Granke saying no make him a horrible person? Does Neshek wanting an autograph make him a horrible person? No, but what I see at the end of the day, what this comes down to is this comes down to how people interact with other people. A-holes are the ones that are going to go out of their way to just not let you be you. That's, you know, if, if you want to collect and you want to do autographs, that's great. It, it, honestly, if you want to be the person that goes out there and you want to get a bunch of autographs and you want to sell them as your business, okay, you can do that. You're going to be judged, but it is what it is. <laughs> but if you're going to be the person that just wants to shame, he's going out there and saying, I'm not going to sign for your kids. I'll never do it and whatnot. It's just it's a jerk. It, it's just a jerk. It's just a jerk move. You don't have to do it. No one needs to sign. There's a thousand different uh, scenarios you can kind of put with it. People like to collect stuff. You guys are in the same business. And the thing that annoys me most, and this happens in every walk of life, when someone isn't into something, the only move people have is to burn the thing down. Guess what? People don't like fantasy football. You know what they do? They burn it down. What do fantasy, what do football players do? Though, I mean, a-holes on Twitter are the ones that come out here and make it horrible for everybody. But the popular thing is to be like, I don't care about your fantasy team. Everyone has to burn things down that they don't like instead of just being like, oh, that person likes that thing. I don't like that thing, but they like that thing. Um, and I will just go on with my life. It's we've got we've got to shame. We've got to shame the people. And that's what happens here. And maybe Neshek didn't go in the right way, Bogman. Maybe people are going to view it, you know, as uh, as he made the bad play on this. I definitely think that's a possibility oh, because that, he that's outed the him. Shame people. The the I think the shame people that you're talking about will do that. I mean, there's some stuff that that people can do that, you know, is not okay. I've seen it. You know, so, so 
some hobbies. <laughs> Probably something that's not very appropriate for this show to talk about. But some people have some weird hobbies. You know? Yeah, that's true. Um, that is absolutely cool. true. Um, and by the way, if you want FNTSY Radio, that's a Twitter handle with the tweet um, of who's in the wrong? Who do, who do you not like here? Is it Granky big-timing Neshek or is it Pat Neshek asking for the autograph in general? Right now, 60 – six. what was that, Bogdan? I was going to say the only thing that Granky's ever done that I liked was when he grabbed all of, uh, you know, Yasiel Puig's bags and threw them off the bus when Puig was being a weirdo. Yeah. Uh, a while ago, I was like, oh, well, that's actually a respectable thing because I always thought he was a psychopath. And uh, turns out he's back to his old tricks. It's something. It, it, and it's, it's along those lines. And, you know, he's not commenting on it or anything. But currently, Granky, uh, big timing Neshik is the 60% in the wrong here over Neshik. Uh, 40%, though. It started off people not liking Neshik for, Neshik for even talking about the autographs, which doesn't surprise me. And uh, if you want to go vote on it, I'd be curious to look at it through the end of the show, because I think that stuff's interesting. I mean, you know, Pavona was saying during the break uh, in our chat that he's got a... Pavona, what do you have? You have like a Back to the Future signed hockey jersey? You there, Pavona? No? Apparently he doesn't. He's shaming us. Okay, so thank you for shaming us, Pavona. (laughs) Completely shaming, making me feel horrible. Find me a Uh, chat room right now so I can just blast him. That's what I want to do. But uh, in the meantime... Did want to tell you guys, uh, I think we mentioned it last week, uh, Fantasy Sports Radio Network and Fantasy Draft have teamed up to help with DKMS. They are trying to cure some blood cancer. If you go to dailyroto.com slash DKMS, there's a couple things that you can do. One is you can help make the world a better place. You cannot be the person that is fighting against every possible way to, uh, you know, to be better in this world. And just be like a half-decent person. Just be a human being. Do, be, do people things. And what you can do is you can help by, um, you know, helping to cure blood cancer. And they're trying to get some signups for, I believe it's the, um, it's, uh, the fight against blood cancer and blood disorders. And they're trying to get people to donate for bone marrow donors. This is saving lives. So if you want to help do that, there are ways that they are going to try to give back. One of those is what I was mentioning, Fantasy Sports Radio Network and Fantasy Draft have teamed up where they have got free contests every single week. Now, the winner of the contest every single week is going to be put into a drawing where on week 17 of the NFL season, the 16 winners who have won each week on Fantasy Draft are going to go up against each other with the winner winning two tickets to this year's Super Bowl in Minnesota that is freaking awesome. Go to dailyroto.com, DKMS, sign up to be a donor, and sign up for this free contest. Bogman and I played last week. I had a really good start. Bogman, I had a really good start. I had Tom Brady. Melvin Gordon wasn't great, but he did get me you know, the touchdown, some receiving. I had Ty Montgomery in my flex. Terrence West in my flex got me a touchdown. It all went downhill with three players, though. Kerwin Williams. <laughs> Brandon Cooks and Jordy Nelson registered a zero. So I finished, I think, 946 out of like 1,400 or something like that. How did you do? Uh, I, you know, I, I had a couple of those same calls that you did, and I don't even think I bothered looking. I was like, this is going to be ugly. I don't want to have – like I, I had a bad enough week anyway. I was three and five. I told you I lost a bunch of games by a point or two. I won one game by two points. I probably should have been two and six. I, I had a pathetic week all the way around. So I did not – we're moving forward. We're not here to talk about the past, the Welsh. Like yeah, let's, sh- let's shame week two. Let's granky week two. That's what we'll do. Let's just, I, week two, I will never look at you again. My children will never look at you again. I will never give you the time of day. Screw off week two. Pavona, Pavona beat both of us, Bachman. 
Yeah. That's well, ridiculous. congratulations. You know, blind squirrel finds a nut. Uh, uh, you know, broken broken clock is right twice a day, right? I guess. It's horrible. It's horrible. So <laughs> He's probably if, better than us anyway. Yeah, probably way better than us. I don't even question <laughs> that. But uh, I implore you guys, if you guys want to win some tickets, you want to have fun, love to hear about uh, how you guys did in it, get signed up today, dailyroto.com slash DKMS. Don't just sign up for the contest. Uh, why don't you sign up to be a donor and better the world, the crazy world, just just a tiny little bit. Uh, Tony Healy is coming up in the next segment. I want to get at least a segment of some uh, fantasy hockey in. But, Bogman, let's play a quick. we got some uh, true or false for moving forward in the fantasy football season. Let's play some true or false. We'll do a little bit of hockey. And then in the second hour, it is 100% fantasy football talk. You can tweet at us. Is it the Welsh Bogman Sports? You can call in 844-84-FNTSY. All of that stuff works, Bogman. So uh, what do you got on some true or false? Well, the first one here is do reports of a lightened workload scare you enough to move on from Ty Montgomery? We know Jake Seeley has been a big Jamal Williams guy. There are the Jamal Williams truthers out there. I love him are. in college. He won, he won me some money. But uh, I don't know about uh, this one. For me, it's not going not gonna to move me off of Ty Montgomery after seeing what he's done in the beginning of the season here. Yeah, I'm not. This, this is kind of that coach speak. Um, I mean, they're always saying that. Like every week, it's like, well, we, we don't want to be. We don't want to rush Jay Ajayi 30 times, but, but that's what you got to do. You know, in yeah, Ty well, Montgomery. We're going to rush him 30 times, right? Yeah, yeah we're going to do it, but we probably shouldn't. And they're saying. Like, they're not going to kill momentum. The only thing that worries me about is if there's one of the, like, you have a stagnant drive. Is it going to, are they going to give the whole next series to Jamal Williams? It, it's not going to downgrade anything to me whatsoever. Maybe, you know, maybe make me want to push a little bit to try to go get him if someone is scared. What else we got? True or false? Uh, the move to a new OC will fix the Bengals offense. A lot of pieces here that we were relying on. A lot of Tyler Eifert, A.J. Green, who's still valuable even with the bad offense. Uh, a lot of people like Danny Dalton with all the weapons. John Ross hasn't gotten involved. The running back mess. What do you think? Do you think this uh, you know solution is going to be a new offensive coordinator? Yeah, new uh, laser blazer. Uh, laser blazer. Is <laughs> that who we have? kind of blazer. Um. I think it's going to help. I think, I mean, there's, there's, I've already seen a lot of stuff out there kind of talking about what you would do. And, and in this type of scenario, I would imagine it's going to be a lot of shorter passes, you know, get the ball away quickly. That offensive line is not working. Maybe try to establish a running back. That would be one of the first things that I think a new OC yes. should come in and do is establish a running game, which could be positive for Joe Mixon. I would say also a lot of Eifert and AJ Green. So yes, I'm actually I'm buying in on Bengals players moving forward. And like there's this tiny little window of the next couple of days where I think you can do it. Well, how about this one? Your boy, so much bunches will start to produce on a weekly basis in the absence of Greg Olson. Um that's a good one. I'm gonna say Ooh, I want to say yeah because of the targets he's been getting, but I'm going to say it's it feels a little false to me. I, I'm not buying in on Devis, Devin Funches too much, even though his snap count has been heavy and Olsen's going to be out, but I'm going to say no. Yeah, I mean, I still think he's going to be hit or miss, right? And I think the yeah. end zone is still going to be his big thing, so I'm with you there. What about, uh, you made a great call on this, uh, Jack Doyle is the only startable Colt until Andrew Luck returns. Can't even start uh, T.Y. Hilton. Now, you could still start T.Y. Hilton, but he's like, at best, he's like a wide receiver three right now. So I would say it's true ish. 
<laughs> uh, I'll just say it's true. I don't even want to start Hilton. Did you know that Frank Gore has not played a single third down uh, in, in two games? I mean, Pagano's got to be fired, right? How, how is he still coaching this team? It's amazing. How are him and Marvin Lewis still? And I think Ben McAdoo is gone, too. I was telling super producer Chris before the show started, I think McAdoo could be the first one gone because it's never going to fire Lewis. No. Um, Derrick Henry will end up with more points than DeMarco Murray this season, the Welsh. I know oh. you are a big DeMarco Murray, or you're a big Derrick Henry guy, not so big on DeMarco Murray, and the hamstring stuff can last. They were defending him up and down, but I think they realized what they got. I'm going to say true. <laughs> what do you say? So you're selling all DeMarco shares. Kind of. I mean, I think they'll be close, but... I'm I'm leaning towards that that way. You know, at first I was like, well, you know, they wanna they wanna protect him. It's Demarco Murray, still Demarco Murray. Yeah. But it, you know, Jake Sealy was talking about it earlier today. You hurt your hamstring. It's worse than when you did it the first time. No doubt, it ain't good. So we got more fantasy football coming up. Except in the next segment for you hockey guys, Tony Healy from the Roto Hockey Show. He is going to be joining us. Don't go anywhere. Tony's great, and uh, you're going to learn you some stuff. So don't go anywhere. It's Bogman and the Wells for in this league. We will be right back. Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to Skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skix.com. Skix sneakers, the soul of a true Hi, I'm Austin Hedges, and you're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's in this league. No one uh, asked you anything ever, so whomever's name is in this league. Why don't you take a letter opener and stick it in your skull? What's up? We are back. It is in this league. Scott Bogman, Chris Welsh in the house right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We've asked you lots of things. Uh, we weirdly kind of worded the the poll, but if you guys want to weigh in on the Granky Neshik stuff, go look FNTSY Radio, the handle, and uh, do a little vote on that. We've got a lot of football in the next hour, and uh, we just did a little bit of football. But we're going to turn our attention to fantasy hockey, which has always given me trouble, even simply because of the pronunciation and the names. And joining us right now is one of our dear friends, Tony Healy. He is one half of the Roto Hockey Show. That is the fantasy podcast that you can find uh, as part of the In This League Fantasy Podcast Network. And one of the best, if not the best, fantasy hockey podcasts in the land. So go search it, and you can find Tony on Twitter at T underscore Loke 11. Tony, have we ever talked about your Twitter handle? Is it T Loke 11? Oh, absolutely. Hey, who doesn't love Tone Loke? I was, I was about to say, say, is that Tone Loke? Is this like a Tone Gully reference? <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Come on. Like, growing up, growing up, growing up when I did, like, in, in the 80s and the 90s, like, Tone Loke was the man. So I'm walking around town in the small town I grew up in, and it was just, yo, Tone Loke! <laughs> <laughs> Can we get a couple bars of toxic love from you? Oh, good, no, you good cannot. Pull. No, that's a good pull. <laughs> no. uh, your co-host Absolutely DM'd not. me, by the way, your co-host, Brian Matthews, one half. You can find him on Twitter at NHL Roto because he had a question and he's part of Inland's League. So he's allowed to ask a question. Uh, his question is, Tony, uh, <laughs> what do you like doing more during the podcast? Pronounce mispronouncing someone's name or saying fantastic? 
mispronouncing someone's name. I don't think I say fantastic that much. I'm the one that fantastic. edits the show, not him. Yeah, well. Uh, <laughs> Fans freaking tag. know then. Might want to take a little listen. So, all right. So, hey, fantasy, the fantasy hockey season, like this is the upcoming is like the big weekend. This is the big week, weekend as the season's going to start. So we got to kind of plow out some questions here. Tony, we need you to kind of get us set with a little bit of a primer. So we're going to just kind of plow out some questions. I want you guys to follow both Brian and Tony on Twitter and go search the Roto Hockey Show. First up, though, one of the things I think that's interesting about hockey, and one of the things I loved is, is I mean, I always love fantasy hockey. Hockey, of kind of a fan. I live in Arizona, so we're always a pseudo fan. I never grew up with great organizations. But the thing that's been positive for the NHL is the young stars that have kind of come back. So there, there was a, you know, a youth emergence in hockey, if you will, and fantasy hockey, most importantly. You've got McDavid, Eichel, Matthews, Lane. So I'm going to ask you, all those guys have kind of come in and been breakouts. Being fantasy options, new fantasy options as players like Sam Coast and stuff fall backwards. But who are the next crop of breakouts, the breakout young guys for this upcoming fantasy season? Well, you're right. Lane is definitely one of the one of the breakout kids. That, I call them Lane. Uh, part of course, of, that of course, group. I did. What a perfect start, Tony. <laughs> hey, it's okay. I don't get to call anybody out on mispronouncing names, so every once in a while, it's nice to get one in. It Usually, is. it's Brian making fun of me. So. Uh, some of the next young stars that you've got coming up, there's a lot of guys that, that Brian and I like that are kind of the second tier, if you will, young guys. Um, somebody like down in Arizona, like where you are, Clinton Keller. Love Clinton Keller coming into this year. The kid's got so much skill, and a lot of people think that he is this year's Calder Trophy favorite heading into the season for Rookie of the Year. So it'll be interesting to see where he fits in with Arizona, who he skates with. If he ends up with uh, DeClaire, maybe he, he gets DeClaire back to his uh, scoring potential that he had before he came to Arizona. Uh, Sebastian Aho. Now you want the Swedish, the Swedish Sebastian Aho, not the uh, – no, Is he brothers with, uh, with Young Ho, the kicker with the Chargers? Yeah. Are they brothers? Yeah. Yeah, Young Ho Cut. Yeah, <laughs> young ah. Good Lord. Uh, no, you want the finish, Sebastian Aho, the winger for the Carolina Panthers. It was fantastic. He played against the Swedish Aho in the World Juniors, and the uh, the announcer was trying to get the other one, the play by play guy, to say Aho on Aho in the corner, and he wouldn't do it. <laughs> okay, so you're saying Aho is a sleeper. Great. Aho, Aho, Aho sleeping. What can I say? Yeah, uh, he looked great. <laughs> yeah, he looks great in Carolina. They're a good young up and coming team. They had goaltending trouble last year. This year they went out and got Scott Dialing from Chicago. That should be better. And when things steady down in the back end, usually scoring comes up and Ho Ho is one of the best, uh, most talented young guys out there. I also love a Colorado Avalanche Miko Rantanen. The kid is just fantastic. He's got a great shot. He's so quick. And he's going to have opportunity because Carolina or Colorado is like the worst team in the NHL, like historically bad last year. So they've got nothing to lose than to play these young kids. And this kid, he started playing out. He was playing with adults in the Finnish Elite League in like when he was like 16 and 17 years old. So. I mean, this kid's just fantastic, and opportunity and skill—that's what you look for when you're when you're looking for young players. Miko Rantanen about, is definitely your guy. How yep. about goalies, Tony? Because I like I've played in points leagues always, so 
I'm always the guy that takes the first goalie. The first goalie comes off the board to me like every single time because they score the most points. Can you tell us the difference between uh, a goalie strategy in a roto draft and a points draft and who are some of the goalies that you're gunning for this season? All right, so points points leagues, goaltenders are usually weighted uh, on wins so heavily. So the peripherals, the shooting percentage, save percentage, or save percentage, and goals against average don't matter. A lot of times, it's like total saves. So you want a goaltender that's going to get a, a lot of wins. So you're looking for the top goaltenders on the best teams. You want to look for guys like Matt Murray and Cam Talbot, Braden Holtby, guys that lead the league in wins and are up there every year. Those are the type of players you want. And then Roto Leagues, because you take into account your averages and stuff like that, you need like a complete goaltender. So, again, you've got your Holtby's, your Talbot's, your elite guys, because your elite guys are your elite guys. But then you can throw in guys that usually have good percentages and not a lot of wins on bad teams. Somebody this year that I'm looking at in Roto is Andy Ranta in Arizona as well. Corey Schneider to have a bounce back year in New Jersey and Thomas Grice in long in uh, I want to say Long Island, but they're not the Long Island Islanders. They're the Brooklyn Islanders now. Uh, that's for you, Mark. Uh, so yeah, Thomas Grice, he, he's kind of a, an enigma wrapped in a riddle because there's what they call a home plate base uh, that's like right in front of the net. Like that's the high scoring chance area. Guy's fantastic in that area. But anything outside of that, like the weak shots that are not supposed to go in are the ones that he's letting in. And the last guy to do that was Devin Dubnik. And this was thanks to Rob Bullman. He was just talking about this on our podcast. And once they get that figured out with a little bit of coaching, Devin Dubik's now a top five goaltender in the NHL. So I would look for him to make a, a big leap this year for sure. Okay, so all the goalies you just listed off, by the way, are why I don't play fantasy hockey anymore. I just like because it's just, I drafted them and they were all awful. I just, <laughs> it's just it, it's astonishing, you know, Tony. We'll actually have you stick uh, through the next segment. The next segment's a real short one, but I figured we would bring back a segment. We actually did this video. It's still up on our YouTube channel, the In This League YouTube channel. YouTube channel, one of the first videos we ever did, and we called it hashtag The Welsh Can't Say. And Bogman just threw out hockey names. So we've picked some hockey names, and we'll play. So we'll keep you on, and, and you can you can walk me through all of this. But we got a couple minutes before the break here. Talk to us about some sleepers and some busts this season. Now, we don't have to focus on what you talked about a little bit ago with the young and upcoming breakout guys, but just sleepers based on ADPs. You guys are, I think you just finished, or you're just finishing up um, your rank series. I know you guys look at ADPs. So based on kind of the market value, who are some sleepers and busts uh, in about two minutes? Yeah, ADP, you're looking at sleepers this year. Guys that are going to outproduce where they're being drafted, you look at a guy like Taylor Hall that, statistically speaking, he's usually in the top 40 for players. He's going 93rd overall, and everybody knows him from Edmonton. Uh, another player in, uh, a player in Edmonton that I'd love to make a big jump this year is Oscar Clefbaum, the defenseman. Guy's going to have all sorts of opportunities. I think he's going to push for power play one time, and anybody that's near McDavid on the power play needs to be in your lineup. I mean, he's looking at being drafted 108th overall, 11th round. Alex Galchenyuk in Montreal, 141st overall. Uh, he should outproduce his value. Uh, Kyle Postel in Buffalo, for sure. Ryan Strom in 
in Edmonton, again, anybody near McDavid, and Dylan Strom in Arizona. Busts, I am staying away from Mark Scheifele. He's going as 22nd overall. The guy last year shot 20%. He had 160 shots on goal. Uh, the, the league average is like 8% shooting percentage. For him to shoot 20% is insane. He may get to 60 assists, but he's going to be in the 15 to 20 goal mark this year. Mark my words. Voracek in, in Philadelphia. This poor guy just keeps getting older, and people keep drafting him way higher than they need to. Duncan Keith, father time, has caught up with Duncan Keith. Uh, he is the sixth overall D being drafted, going 40th overall. He will finish the year somewhere in the 12 to 15 range. And then Justin Schultz. I don't know why people love him so much in Pittsburgh. The opportunity is not going to be there with Ole Mata coming back and Chris Letang being healthy. He's not going to see power play one time. He'll be lucky to see power play two times. So those are guys that I'm definitely that's, staying away from. That's some, that's some good stuff. Bogman, I don't know if you know this. Our boy Paul Bissonette is back out here in Arizona. <gasps> so that means oh, maybe, maybe a reunion. Nasty. Maybe a reunion of Biz Nasty and some BB Jones. Speaking of nasty, yeah, you know I would pay I would pay good money to to see that. Everybody knows that. Absolutely, so. Biz Biz Nasty, uh, very uh, popular out here in Arizona because of the stuff that he liked to do with uh, some other people. So hockey's always interesting, uh, though it does. It was rem- that whole thing was reminiscent of like the first time you ever sat in like French class and then they have to talk slow. I just need to be like, just everyone go and listen to this on demand, but turn the speed down to like. 0.75, so you can really get the names if hockey's just a little bit foreign to you, which we are going to experiment. we got a little four-minute segment here coming up. Tony will uh, join us here, and we'll see if I can pronounce some names. Don't go anywhere. It's in this league. We'll be right back. <laughs> it never gets old. All right, everyone. Two truths, one lie. I was going to be on The Real World. I play the oboe, and I saved a kid's life. You definitely never saved a kid's life. I'm serious. Last summer, I donated bone marrow to a kid who had leukemia. Saving a life. The truth is, it's easier than you think. Learn how at DKMS.org. <laughs> who knew we were living with a hero? Um, a hero <laughs> who plays the oboe. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Not just Tone Loke, but Tony Healy, both in the house here. Tony Healy from the Roto Hockey Show on Twitter at t-, t underscore Loke one one. Make sure to go follow him if uh, you are a hardcore fantasy hockey player. If you are you know down with it, or you're just looking to get into it, the Roto Hockey Show is the place to be. I promise you that. So we played this game a long time ago. Bogman came up with this idea where he was like, "Hey." We should make you look really stupid and try to pronounce hockey names, and it worked. <laughs> the only reason I had the pronunciations is because uh, I looked them up. So it's yeah. not like, you know, if we flipped it, it's not like I'm going to look any smarter. So Yeah, yeah, I look really dumb when I try to pronounce it. So we're going to try to go through these, and Bogman, I, I, I'm going to try to pronounce it, then you try, and then, I mean, I'm not sure with what your co-host said about you, Tony. You're even the, the, the person to do this, but you see these names more. So the first one I put up here, I, this might be a little bit of a easier one. This Softball. is Tampa Bay Lightning right winger Nikita Kucherov. Bogman? Yeah, Nikita Kucherov. Is that right, Tony? Yeah, Nikita Kucherov. You got it. Okay, boom, one. Kucherov. Right, number right. two. Number two. Uh, Edmonton center right winger. Hey, it's Leon. Hey, it's the ladies' hey, man. What's up? Leon. You're like a fish sandwich. Drazayittle? Drazayittle? 
I'll Bogman? say Leon Dreisaitl. Close. Leon Dreisaitl. And bonus points if you can tell me what country he's from. Czechoslovakia. Not America. Germany. Czechoslovakia. Okay. Still I, had just, I threw out the first thing. Can't mind. Uh, all right. Next one is Washington Center. I feel like there's a, a silent something this in here. This one, I believe, was on the thing that we did like was it? four years ago. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it could have been. Uh, I'm going to go Yigini. <laughs> a guinea? He's a guinea. Guznetsov. <laughs> Evgeny Kuznetsov. Evgeny Kuznetsov. Uh, this is horrible. You got it. Buffalo got it. defenseman Rasmus Ristolianen. Uh, Ristolianen. <laughs> Rasmus Ristolainen. Rasmus Ristolainen. This is so stupid. This sport is just ridiculous. All right, uh, this is the last one I have. You should look up. Was that? Yep. You should look up Buffalo's goaltending draft pick this year. I'd love to see you pronounce that. It'd be fantastic. Bogman can look that up. Well, all right, this one. Philly defenseman. The first name, he's one of these guys that spells Shane with a Y-N. So it's Shane and then... Gustis be here. Gus, not gonna work. Gustis be here. Uh, I'll go <laughs> Shane Gustis Bear. Yeah, Shane Gustis Bear. Oh, Rar. Oh, they call him. He, oh my! He, he's God. actually he's from he's actually he went to Union here. He won a national title at Union. D one national title here at Union. Then got signed uh, in the off season by Philly. Okay. So well, once that was again, good. that was good. Ho- ho- hockey four, Welsh one. That's how it goes. Can't <laughs> pronounce gonna, any of these. I'm gonna try this this kid's name. This is the 54th pick of the 2017 draft. Is that right, Tony? Okay. The, this okay. Uh, Could have been. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Ukopeka Lukaninen. You're making up words. Uh, hold on. Ukopeka Lukaninen. <laughs> that sounds like a Tone Loke song. That was from Fern Gully. I guarantee that's from Fern Gully. So, in What's 20 seconds, that, yeah. Tony, tell people what they need to know. Folks, go check out our show. You can find us on the Twitter at Roto Hockey Show. Again, Welsh told you T underscore L O C 11 for me. My co host, Brian, at NHL Roto. Uh, we've got special episode 100 coming up with a bunch of guests. We got mock drafts going on like crazy. We're going to do fantasy sleepers on each team, season predictions, all sorts of stuff. Go check us out. All right. We'll do it up for all of your fantasy hockey and fern goalie references. The Roto Hockey Show has got you. Brian Matthews, (laughs) Tony Healy. Go check it out on the the podcast here. Tony, we love you, man. We'll talk to you soon. More coming up. It's all fantasy football in the next hour, so don't go anywhere. Bring in your questions, too. It's Bogman Wells for In This League. We're back. 